0: Hello mama. I hope you're having a glorious day soaking in some coffee or sunshine or cuddles or wherever you're at today. Hope it's a beautiful one. I'm feeling good. I just got back from a trip, an anniversary trip with my husband in Hawaii. So we are tan and refreshed and it's it was wonderful. And it feels wonderful. It was a little bit of a culture shock stepping fully back into parenting and home and, you know, just being at home. But I've adjusted and now feeling good. Just got to get our house back in order. Still unpacking. So, you know, lots of chaos happening around here. Also, there was big things happening this week. We have been house hunting and so we actually got a house this week which is so exciting. And so now it's just all of the preparation for that which I'm so grateful for and excited about but it just adds, you know, so much to everything. We also found out this week that the baby that's coming is a boy and we are so excited. My son is beyond thrilled to have a brother. <laughs> He did like a happy dance for like five minutes after we told him it was adorable. So we're feeling good around here, just uh, packed to the brim. And uh, but I'm excited to sit down with you and share some thoughts. And before we hop in, I you know haven't even officially. I was gonna wait until uh, the beginning of July to officially announce the academy opening up. <laughs> I don't know if I'm still gonna have like some kind of official launch, but i want to let you know what's happening, because I know I've mentioned it a lot already, and there's already two spots that are taken. So there's only eight spots remaining. um, And again, we haven't even fully officially launched uh, the promotion for it. So if you, if this has sounded like this is for you. If you've heard me on past episodes talk about what the academy is, um, again, it's it's talking about healing from your past. So we walk through your pain and your peace cycle. I show you how to implement that in your daily life, which is such an incredible tool that you will literally use for the rest of your life. I, I you know, I learned about it many years ago, and I still use it daily. So, and I've heard that from everyone I've taught it to as well. And so we're gonna walk through that, and then we go into the present. And how to take this life that feels unmanageable and feels chaotic and turn it into something that's beautiful and peaceful. And part of that is working on your external environment like your home. Part of that is working on your relationships with your kids, with your husband, with your extended family. All of it, we talk about all of it. There's tons of, there's going to be videos dropped for you every week and then worksheets for you to work through. And then we come together for group coaching once a week. Um, And then we, in the last bit of the program, we go over the future. And talking about your dreams and your goals and and what gifts God has placed inside of you and so it's just this whole whole expansive thing from past to present to the future and uh, the people that have what w- went through it in the first round they loved it you can read their reviews um, on the the landing page for it so you can head over there to check out more information please also don't hesitate to email me with any questions uh, support and at morningmama.co is how you can email me. Uh, you can also hop into the Facebook group, ask any questions. Um, you can find that at bit.ly slash morningmama Facebook group. And if you want the landing page, so many links today. If you want the landing page for the Morning Mama Academy, so you can read more details on that, um, then you can go to uh, bit.ly Slash MorningMamaAcademy.GR8.Com. So if you type in HTTP uh, colon slash slash right that whole little beginning, <laughs> MorningMamaAcademy.GR8.Com. You can also find all of these links in the show notes, as always. I'll also be dropping it in the Facebook group if that. If I know some people have trouble finding the show notes, I think if you just click on the episode. They pop up. I don't know. Click, click a few times. Right click, double click. Try all the clicks they're there. Uh, There's shown us just a a description of what we talk about and then all the links you could ever need. So they are really helpful for you. Um, But the Facebook group will also hold all those. So this is a lot of details for you. Let's, Let's jump into the meat. So today we are talking about Can God really make something out of this hot mess? (laughs) This is a question posed from someone that was joining the Facebook group, and I just thought it was so good. Uh, I think a lot of us as moms can feel in different seasons or just all the time like hot messes, and it's hard to imagine how God could take our lives and what what we carry and what it all looks like and turn it into something beautiful and something that benefits His kingdom and So we're going to talk about that today. And I'm I'm excited for this one because um, I'm very, very passionate about this question. So you'll find out what I think about it in a minute. So let's do this. Welcome to the Morning Mama podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. All right, Mama, so today we are talking about can God really make this hot mess into something amazing, into something beautiful? Can he take your life, your coming and going, your messy house, your crazy kids, your gifts, who you are, all of these things, and turn it into something good? And this is coming from someone, um, just from reading a little bit about them when they joined the Facebook group. They shared this, and um, they're kind of in the middle of depression and struggling through that. That sounds like their marriage is kind of rough right now. And so, and I can imagine, you know, there's other areas as well that, that are struggling. And so for all of us, those messy areas might look a little bit different, but I think this is a a feeling that many of us can relate to that. Okay. I'm a hot mess. How can God, like, I'm, I'm just trying to get through the day. I'm just trying to to survive. So I can't imagine how God would take all of this and want to use me in the world and want to to put me for a purpose and want to do something extraordinary through me. I just want to survive. And I think in motherhood, that can be this lie that we step into, that we feel like this is just survival mode. This is just get through these years, then we'll be out of them eventually, and someday maybe things will get better. But I don't believe God ever has survival mode for us. Now, we're going to talk a little bit about how we can be in different seasons and there can be hard seasons. And, you know, in those hard seasons, it might feel a little bit like surviving. But ultimately, I don't believe that's what God has for you. I believe that He has survived so much more richness that he wants to bring to you. And, you know, even when we're talking about survival mode, that kind of uh, insinuates that you're just living to breathe. Like you're just living to get through the day. There's nothing more you're working towards or um, that you're gaining through it all. But even in those hard seasons, I believe that God wants to produce fruit in you. In fact, those those seasons of hard hard things are often the breeding ground for the most amazing fruit. But in order to, to get that fruit fruit, we can't just go into this mindset of survival mode. We have to uh, step in the right way. We have to be pursuing God and believing for more in all of it. And that's where the fruit can come from. But so in short, to answer this question, could God really make this hot mess into something amazing and beautiful? Yes, 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 yes. God made you with purpose for a purpose yes you not your sister not your best friend not your pastor not someone else you he made you with purpose with complete intentionality and for a purpose god planned you out before you were born he, he decided all of the things that would make up who you are. He decided what gifts he would give you. He decided what your personality would be like. He decided what your smile would look like. He did all of these things intentionally and to, to come, all come together, that all of those things come together to make up who you are, which has a specific purpose on this earth, something that he has for you to do to advance his kingdom to help other people find Jesus, to help other people thrive and heal and grow and and feel loved. And, And you are called to that. No matter how messy your life is, no matter how dark it feels, no matter how heavy it feels, this is true of you. No one is exempt from this. And in fact, you know, I talk about this all the time, but the pain that you've walked through, the pain that you're in the middle of, is most likely going to be a part of that purpose he has for you. God redeems all things. He takes all of the bad things. He promises to turn them for good. And so whatever you're walking through is probably going to be a part of that purpose. Just like me being here. You know, if you've listened to especially the first episode, I kind of unpacked my story, but there's other ones in there. But I've walked through depression myself. I've walked through years of anxiety, tons of inadequacy, which still isn't, you know, still is a battle. Um, Lots of anger. There's been so many things I have walked through and they were awful and horrible. And some of them were my own sinful choices. And some of them were things that, uh, you know, spiritual warfare. Some of them were things from my upbringing. Some of them were things, you know, from a myriad of things. But God, doesn't matter where they come from. God promises to turn them all for good. And so here I sit encouraging you, pointing you to Jesus, helping you, remind you that there is hope no matter what, because I've been there. I know what it feels like to feel like there is no hope, to feel like I can't go on, to feel like how could this hot mess of a life ever become something good? I get that. But God took everything I learned in those years, and God took that empathy I now have, because I have walked there before, and he turned it into this. And now I get to help you walk through this, and help point you to Jesus. And that's what we get to do in the academy, and it's it's so much fun. And so I... I'm so grateful that God is the God of redemption and the very things that you think disqualify you are most likely the tools God is going to use to advance his kingdom in the future that you are going to use to help other people. And you've got to keep uh, a kingdom mindset in front of you at all times because the world is always going to tell you something different. It's always going to skew God's truth or take you in a completely different direction. And So you have to remember the truth of God's word. That's why it's so important that we're in his word every day. But you know, the world would say your weaknesses, you know, are a hindrance. They can get in the way of things. You need to strengthen those. But in, in God's world, it's a little different. We, we just talked about this recently, but it's such a good verse. We're going to go there again. Second Corinthians 12, nine, it says, but it, he said to me, this is Paul talking about what God spoke to him. Um, he says, God said to Paul, my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness. And Paul goes on to say, therefore I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. So these areas that we feel like disqualify us, actually, that's a perfect opportunity for God to show up because his strength becomes bigger in your weakness. It becomes more real. It's it's, You allow it to flow in those weaknesses because what gets in the way of God's strength is our pride is when we think we're strong enough to do it on our own, is when when we think we can, oh, I got this. You know, I I got this figured out. I can do this. And when we're in that mindset, it stops God's power from working because we are stopping Him. And so when we admit our weaknesses and see them and and can understand them, then this gives the opportunity for God to come in even stronger. And so I don't want you to look at your weaknesses and say, woe is me. I'm never going to be anything. God can't make anything out of this. No, friend. Actually, you're more qualified than anyone else. Because look, there are some weaknesses that God wants to use. You just have to allow him to do that. But you truly have to do all of this with God. And you know how passionate I am about that. But, you know, even in the the way that this person wrote this, she said um, she's from a mom of older kids struggling with depression, struggling with marriage, trying to find myself again or for the first time, which I think is such a beautiful way to say that. Um, but it's this idea of trying to find myself again or for the first time. And, you know, I don't know exactly what she meant by that, but I know for some of us, when we, we use that phrase and I used to use it when I was, uh, you know, in a different place in my life, but the world would tell us, we have to find ourselves. We have to kind of discover ourselves. And, um, we would go, you know, searching inside of ourselves to, to figure these things out. Now, I I love personality tests. I love figuring out our gifts. I love looking inward at what God has put in us. But the only way to find ourselves, the only way to do that truly is when we look to God. God created us. God is who defines our identity. And so if we look outside of him for who we are, we're going to be lost. We're going to be confused. It's We're not going to find anything or we might find something but it's not going to tr- be true to us and who we are because God is our father and so we have to go to him for that identity and so make sure as as you're doing this identity search and trying to figure out who am I what what am I supposed to do what wait wh- what is this life I've been given right because sometimes you know we can wake up from a season or decades and be like whoa where am I how did I get here and so when we're, we're on this journey of trying to figure this out just make sure you're looking to God for the answers because the world is going to confuse you. It's not about self-love. It's not about self-improvement. It's not about becoming a better person. It's not about just fully owning who you are. Now, there are elements of truth and each of those things are shared, but at the core of what the world says those things are, that it's only half truth. There's something missing. Like we I have a whole episode on self love. You can go searching for it, but, um, someday guys, I'll get those organized so I can give you the exact number, but you know, self love isn't the answer. It's, it's to allow God to love us, allow God to define us and believe what he says about us. But if we do that apart from God, then we're going to be lacking. So I'm going to give you some specific tips for where to begin. Like if you're saying, okay, this is me. I'm feeling like this hot mess. I kind of believe you, Brittany, that there's something more for me that God has for me. Kind of, kind of believe you. (laughs) Still doubtful that God can really use me, but I want to explore it. And so if that's you, I have some, some thoughts for you about where to begin. Like how do you even start figuring that out? How do you start figuring out who you are? How do you start figuring out what your purpose is? What does that even look like? And a lot of these you've heard me talk about before, but that's because this is what health looks like. These elements are what comprise a healthy human, healthy mom, healthy friend, healthy wife. This is how we become healthier, these things. And so whatever wherever we're at in this journey of healing, we've got to have these elements in place in order to move forward, in order to do the healing work. So first of all, you've heard me say it a million times, if you've been listening, but <clears throat> if you want to begin this journey of figuring out who you are, figuring out what your purpose is, uh, try not to feel like a hot mess anymore. Your first step is to join a church. <laughs> you heard me say it all the time, but you need to find a local church. This is how God intended things to be. There is a attack on the church right now in our world, has been for a while, People don't really believe church is necessary anymore. There's a lot of different thoughts on there. It's necessary. You need that community. You need that accountability. You need to serve there. You need to belong there. This is how you were created. And the church needs you because these gifts we're going to be talking about, that that local church that you're going to join, the body of Christ, needs what you have to bring And that is a perfect place to discover what some of those gifts are. So you need to find a church and get deeply rooted there. Now, don't go and be overly critical about where you're going to join and, you know, let this hunt last for years. That's another thing I see. Church is not about us church is about creating a space for people to find Jesus. And so we don't have to have every single one of our preferences met in a church. In fact, it's full of humans. So it's not going to be perfect. Humans are not perfect. Only God is perfect. And so no church will be perfect, but there is a place that God is calling you to. So it's okay to have preferences. It's okay to, you know, visit some churches before you decide, but just make sure you're not being overly critical and not, and not delaying this decision. And ultimately make sure you're, you're consulting God on what he has for you, because he does have a place for you to plant. You know, my parents, um, uh, they they live about half the time out where I live, and this is kind of newer, and so they hadn't really found a church yet because they've only been out here for a season or two, and uh, they you know been trying to trying out different churches, and so you know, this time they're like, okay, we're going to find our church. This is time. And so, you know, my mom has one preference for how she likes things and my dad has another. And so they would visit a church and my mom would really like it. And my dad wouldn't. Or, and then my dad would really like it. My mom wouldn't. And so my dad said recently that he just got to this point one day where he was like, okay, God, I can't do this anymore. We, I want a church where we both feel like we belong there, like we're both getting these core needs met. God, show us what that church is. And he said within a couple minutes, um, I can't remember how it, it came. I don't know if someone sent it to them or invited them. I can't remember how they found it ultimately. But within a few minutes of that prayer, this church that they now belong to was presented to them. And that God wants to do the same thing for you. It might look a little bit different how he's going to answer you, but he will answer you. When my husband and I moved down to Orange County uh, about six years ago, we came from an awesome church up in LA. And so, you know, I didn't even know what this journey of finding a church would look like, even though there's an abundance of churches down here, but I, I, you know, wasn't sure, but I prayed and uh, just trusted that God would show us where we belonged. And, you know, the first time we decided to go and look for a church, I kind of let my husband take the reins because, you know, I I kind of was the one that was like, we have to find a church. We have to find a church. And so he kind of felt more empowered to kind of look for it himself. And I just said the one thing that is absolutely necessary is I want them to believe that women belong in ministry because that's something I'm really passionate about. And so my husband, you know, did a search and came back to me later and said, okay, I only really found one church. And, you know, it just happens to be this church we saw the other week because we had been down um, traveling down from L.A. that day to go mattress shopping because we were about to get married and needed to start, you know, getting our apartment ready and. While we were there, it was at this, you know, kind of uh business center, uh, they had uh, signs for a church there. And it reminded us of actually of our church in LA and it had signs like Welcome Home and you know, things like that, which is exactly what our other church had and um he said, you know, this is the one, I, they believe in women in ministry and I, this is the only one I could find. And I was like, okay, all right, I guess that works. And so, you know, I was kind of skeptical. It was the first church that we visited, um, but we went and I just prayed that God would show me and make it so clear to both of us if this was our church home, if this is where he wanted to plant us. And so we went and, uh, you know, at first I was just, you know, kind of judging everything. Like, oh, I don't know about this. I don't know about this and I uh, you know, because we can go in with such a critical eye, but the Holy Spirit, then worked on me. And I was able to hear his voice and release that judgment and release that criticism that was even stopping me from even being able to hear the message. Because, you know, even if it's not your church, that pastor on stage is someone that's most likely called by God to do that. And they're preaching the word of Jesus. And so, even if it's not the perfect church for you, they're bringing the wisdom of Jesus. And so there's something we can get out of it, even if it's not our church. So the fact that I was just sitting there criticizing and judging meant, you know, I was in my pain cycle and I was not here, you know, I was resistant to God's voice because he can speak to us anywhere. And so at some point, Holy Spirit got through to me and I was able to let all of that go. And then I just knew, I just knew, I can't remember exactly what, what it made, what it was that made me know, but I knew this was our home. And you know, we had an amazing experience afterwards. We got to go out to lunch with some people, and you know, people were so friendly and welcoming, and they noticed us, which is always so helpful. Um, and it's just so crazy, you know, because you can go into a church and just stay in that place of criticism and judgment, and that can be so easy to do, and I easily could have done that. But now we've been at this church for six years, and I love it. It's not perfect, because again, no church is, but I love it. I cannot imagine a different place. Now I'm on staff there. Like it's changed the whole trajectory of my life, the way leadership has poured into me, the way that I've gotten involved, the friendships I've made. It has changed everything, the fabric of my life. And so I encourage you, I know this that I'm going off on this one, but that's because it's such a key element that I think we overlook, that we think maybe has nothing to do with our mental health or nothing to do with us thriving in life. And it absolutely does. And so just make sure you do this prayerfully and, and allow God, ask God to help you remove this eye of judgment and criticism that can get in the way. It's the enemy really attacking you, trying to derail you from your purpose. Right. I was so critical and judgmental in that moment. And yet I love this church. Like, and, and even the next time I went, I loved it. Like it was, it was just this, this thing that was trying to stop me from really seeing it for what it really was. And it was that it was where God had me. So I share all that to make sure that, you know, to consult God, to drop that judgment and criticism and just wait for him to show you, but be active in your pursuit. Okay. Actively ask him. Actively ask him to show you and then actively visit some churches, okay? Get planted. So if you want to take your hot mess life and transform it, you have to be planted in a church. And when you get planted, this means you need to get involved. Get in a connect group. Get in, in with people where you can discuss what you're dealing with. Talk then about your depression. Talk then about your struggling marriage. Talk then about how you feel like a hot mess. Don't hide that. That's what this community is made for. And start serving too, because once you begin serving, you can see your gifts in action. And there is something so healing about that. Okay. My rant is over. Get in a church. <laughs> And for today, we're going to leave it up there. I have a lot more tips for you of what it looks like to transform your hot mess into this beautiful life that God has for you that he wants to craft you into. So in the next episode, I'm going to share the rest of that, the rest of my thoughts and encouragement to you. So don't miss it but let me just pray over you. God, I thank you for every woman that's listening. I thank you for who you made her to be. I thank you that you crafted her so intentionally and so wonderfully and so magnificently, God, and the hot mess she feels like, God, is not who she is. God, I pray that you would remove her identity from that fully and completely, God, and that you would speak over her, her true identity, that she's a daughter of God, a daughter of the high King who's beautifully and wonderfully made in your image. God and I pray that truth would resonate deeply within her lord and that you would just speak life over her and help her to just believe your words god and that i pray for all of the the actual chaos happening around her and the hard things she's walking through god whatever those look like god i know you have solutions for her. I know you have peace for her. I know you have strength for her, God. So I just pray that you would pour those things into her, God, and just give her wisdom, God. You promise to give us more wisdom when we ask. And so, God, I pray for more wisdom for her to know how to navigate these different spaces, these different struggles that she's in, God, and that you're going to see her through every step of it, God, that we don't have to be scared. We don't have to be worried. We don't have to feel alone because you are in it with us. And so, God, I just pray uh, in this season, she would just grow hungry for your voice. She would run out after you, God. If that's the only thing she has the motivation to run after, it would be after you, Lord. And so I just pray, Lord, that you would just show up in a mighty way in her life. God, I pray for the uh, answer of a church. God, if anyone that is listening is not planted in a church, God, I pray you would give them wisdom, guidance, show them, open the door to the right church for them. Make it so clear, Lord. Have someone send an invitation right now, Lord. Put a conviction on their heart to not uh, slow down on this process, not to give up, but to, to run forward, run ahead with it because you have a local church for them to plant in. And God, we just love you and we thank you and you're so good. We just trust you with everything in our lives and we hand it over to you, God. It's it's not ours to carry, so we give it to you, God, and we, we thank you for lifting our burdens, Lord. You're so good. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Love you, mama. If you found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. Want to help more Mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more Mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you.